When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. There is a strength that comes to us when we exit something. And knowing when to take an exit can give us an upper hand and open a world of possibilities. This is going to be good. Let's go! Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of TMG as Tell Me Something Good. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, real quick guys, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with a capital T. Hey guys, I'm so glad that you're joining in today. And look, so glad that you tune in each week to hear what we got going on here on TMG. Guys, look, in a very short time, this show has is being broadcast in over two dozen countries all around the world, all because of you, not including right here in the United States. So I want to thank you all for your support. Because uh, the reason we're spreading so much is because of you. So thank you, everybody. Guys, I also want to mention this to you. I also want to say thank you to my lovely wife, Nicole, who I know is listening. Guys, and whether you tune in and watch the show on Facebook uh, every Monday morning at uh, 8 a.m. Central, or you tune in, uh, maybe by your favorite podcast uh, platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Now, and Audible. Uh, I am so grateful that you're tuning in uh, every week. And if this is maybe um, your first time tuning in, maybe this is your first time and someone just told you about the show, thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening guys today we're going to talk about a topic that sometimes kind of goes under the radar uh today's topic is take the next exit uh i'm learning more and more uh, as i get older to appreciate an exit something i wish i had learned earlier in my life uh recognizing when it's time to leave can help avoid a lot of unnecessary hassle 
and uh, awkward moments. Have you ever visited someone's home and it was beginning to get late or someone came to your home? Maybe you had a dinner party or they're just visiting and it began to get late and you had you were getting tired you've already you know talked about the same subject about four times and they don't seem to know that cue when it's time to leave i mean you yawn about four or five times and you talk about what you have to do the next day and they just don't seem to get the picture that it's time for them to exit so recognizing when it's time to leave can help avoid a lot of unnecessary hassle and awkward moments. When they don't recognize when it's time to leave, things get awkward and strange, you know. And I began to think about this in, about life. Life sometimes presents us with opportunities to exit certain things and sometimes Making that exit can be empowering. It can give us a strength and open up a world of possibility to us. Uh, so, that being said, I'm learning more and more as I become older to appreciate a, a good exit. Uh, I wish I had learned this stuff early in my life. I wish I had appreciated learning to exit a lot in my life earlier. Uh, the power of an exit is overlooked and it's underappreciated. Uh, just look at the seasons, you know, whether it's winter, spring, summer. Kind of look at the seasons and kind of look at that. That's where I kind of looked at things. So just look at the seasons. If winter never came to an end, then the flowers of spring would never bloom. Think about that for a second. If if the winter never came to an end, then the flowers of spring would never bloom. It takes the exit of one thing to initiate the start of another thing. I, I think I'll say that again. It takes the exit of one thing to initiate the start of another thing. Listen, learning to appreciate um, an exit can be just as beneficial as appreciating the start of something. Typically, you know, we celebrate the start of something more than we do the exit of something. I mean, when we start something, we start a new business, we start a new career, uh, we all celebrate those things and we have big parties or, or we go on social media and we make these really long posts about how grateful and how happy and how glad we are to be starting a new career, beginning a new job or, or we make a big post about a new relationship that we're in and we're happy and we make these posts and we have pictures posted all over the place when things began. We typically celebrate the start of something more than we do the exit of something. Very few times do you have people say, I'm glad this is over or 
celebrating the exit of things. I mean, listen, think about this. Just just ask. Typically, we celebrate that start more than we do the exit of something. Look, I mean, just ask anyone who has ever come out of a burning building. Uh, they can tell you they appreciate an exit. They appreciate the power of an exit. Yeah, uh, the exit has a power. It gives us strength. Think about someone who just kind of came out of a burning building. They can tell you, yeah, there was power in leaving that. I felt empowered. I felt strength. I mean, just ask anyone. Uh, they will tell you they were happy to exit the building. Now, as they may have been excited going into the building, but if that building catches fire, I promise you they're more excited leaving it than they were entering it. So let's kind of go with that for a minute, okay? The the image of a burning building. Let's kind of go with that. Uh, so ask anybody who ever walked out, walked out of a burning building and how excited they was. I remember being a child uh, in New York, and it was the dead of winter. And if you're unfamiliar with the winters uh, in New York, they're cold, they're icy, they are snowy, and the wind blows pretty hard. So I remember, oh, it had to be, oh, jeez, I guess around 11 o'clock at night, and uh, my brother and I were in our room, and it was the winter time, and we heard the smoke alarms going off in in the house, and all we heard was our sister, I remember my sister running in the room saying, get up, get out, the apartment's on fire, the apartment's on fire. And we woke up out of our sleep a little dazed. Uh, but we we threw on our house shoes and we grabbed the robe because it's right there on the end of the bed. And we, and we rushed down the stairs uh, because the apartment was on fire. Now, the beds were warm. The beds were cozy. The apartment was nice and toasty. But I guarantee you, I was glad to get out of that apartment because it was on fire. I was glad because of the exit. Regardless of how comfortable I was prior to my exit, I was happy about my exit. Uh, think about this. So we're going to kind of go with that. If you are trapped in a burning building and you are threatened to be burned, it is, is it, let me ask you this question. Is it, and I thought about this, is it really the fire that burns you or is it not accessing an exit in enough time? Is it the fire that burns you, or is it because we don't get to an exit in enough time? Because many people escape burning buildings. The fire is still there. However, when they are able to get to an exit in enough time, the fire does not burn them.
So we can say they become burned as a result of not getting to an exit. The fire reaches them before they reach an exit. Have you ever stayed in a relationship, uh, let's say with people longer than you should and been burned? I mean, what that means is it's meaning they turned on you or they hurt you. When someone, when we say someone has burned you, that means they betrayed you or they turned on you or they hurt you. Sometimes staying in relationships longer than we should can burn us. And we see the exits, but we don't take them. We know when we should walk out, but we don't. Uh, listen, I remember uh, being in elementary school as a kid. I do. And this is a true story. And you know I love a good story. So uh, I remember being in elementary school as a kid. And we would do what's called a fire drill. And what that is, they would have everyone come out of the building and we would pretend there was a fire. We would kind of have a simulate what would you do kind of scenario. Or what would you do if it was real. And we would stand at a safe distance from the building as if it were burning. Lately, uh, maybe lately you've been thinking about having a fire drill in your life. I mean, maybe you've been asking yourself, uh, questions like, if this were real, what would you do? Or, and that's what a fire drill is. It's, it simulates a fire. It simulates a problem. It simulates what you would do in case of a fire. Well, most of us know what we would do. We would look for an exit. Listen, exits are so important that they are clearly marked on buildings. They are identified on, on purpose so that everyone can see them, even if you're not near one. one of the, listen, one of the first things I do when I enter a building for the first time, and maybe this is just me, uh, one of the first things I do is, when the first thing I do is, when I enter a building for the first time, I I look for the nearest exit. Yeah, I do. Uh, just in case I had to make a quick getaway for some reason. Uh, I don't know. Mentally, I know where the exit is. And typically, I don't mind sitting near one. Listen, we all have to face exits. Loved ones die, uh, jobs and careers unexpectedly change, relationships and marriages uh, break up, but that exit doesn't have to be the end. Just because that road leads to an exit doesn't mean it leads to the end of the road. It doesn't have to be the last thing you experience if we see the exit as a start of something 
exiting, we begin to raise our expectations. Think about that. Think about an exit as the start of something. And if we begin to see the exit as the start of something exciting, we can begin to raise our expectations. Just because an exit is happening right now in my life doesn't mean it's coming to an end. I can have something else to look forward to. Maybe you are dealing with some exits right now. And just because we have to deal with exits doesn't mean we are facing the end of the road. Exits sometimes can bring an exciting new beginning. Think about what's on the other side of the door. Don't allow what's leaving cause us to shut down or withdraw because what's on the other side of the door is better than you where you've been. Listen, what's on the other side has been waiting on you. It's expecting you. Maybe there's something on the other side that's just waiting on you. Maybe the career that ended, ended just in enough time because something greater has been waiting on you. I mean, winter is nice. It's a nice season. It's a nice time of the year. You get to wear uh, hoodies and your gloves and boots and all of those wonderful things. Uh, so winter is nice. But eventually, we become tired of the cold. We want the snow to melt. We want, listen, we want to possibly show off our spring wardrobe. You know, we want to show off our shirts and our clothes. What is it that you've been waiting to show? We have to allow seasons to change in our lives. And be okay with it. They don't change because we failed. They change when it's our time. Guys, I've got to get out of here. As always, it's a real blast. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Tune in and stream episodes on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now streaming on Amazon Music and Audible, and many others. Hey guys, thank you so much, and as always in party, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.